A Telltale Pod production. The Great Rocket Robbery by Frank Cottrell Boyce. Illustrated by Stephen Lenton. The dog who ate the pies. The quest that Laker wanted to share was to lead the company of small dogs out of Freezing Cold City towards their true home in the stars. Krasavka's quest was breakfast. The two dogs headed into the city, one in search of a new world, the other in search of a juicy bone. If you are a dog, the main sights of freezing cold city are boots trampling by very fast in a hurry, pavements covered in half-melted snow, and the smell of seagulls and fish guts. Does this sound grim? It was not grim for Laika because Laika was on a quest, and here is what Laika had learned about quests. When you are on a quest, every step that takes you nearer to your goal is glorious, even if you're stepping through fish guts. Krasavka felt that way too. What a great city, she cried. Here's a lumpus that smells strongly of dogwee. Let's we our reply. Dogs, as you know, communicate mostly through we. Laika realised that Krasavka could not read dogwee very well. This we, she explained, says, I am a massive and ferocious dog. Any small dog found we near my lamppost will be eaten by me with a blunt spoon. I see, said Krasavka. Maybe let's we somewhere else then. I know just the place, said Laika. In the middle of freezing cold city stands a huge statue of a woman wearing a woolly hat, a big fur coat, big woolly mittens and big heavy boots. She is so wrapped up in coats and scarves you can't see her face. The statue is called Summer in Freezing Cold City. In the pavement round the back of the statue is a warm air vent from the Underground Railway. This is the entrance to the secret headquarters of the Company of Small Dogs. Every time a train goes by, deep beneath the pavement, a whoosh of hot air gushes up through the vent and swaddles you in a diesely warmth. Laika brought Krasavka here, then howls a good morning howl. Soon two, three, four, and then more than four dogs turns up. This is how dogs count, by the way. One, two, three, four, more than four, Many more than four, many, many more than four, much more than four, much, much more than four, and so on. The dogs greeted each other in the usual way by sniffing each other's bottoms. Then Laika introduced them all to Krasavka, and they all sniffed her bottom politely. Their names were Belka, Strelka, Desik, 
Muchke, and their leader, Zib. Zib invited Krasavka to join the company. Krasavka, he said, now that we have sniffed your bottom, we all agree that you are invited to join the company of small dogs. We stick together. We help each other. We watch out for the man with a head shaped like an egg. Actually, said Laker, who was bursting to tell the others about her quest, we have come to ask you to join us on a great enterprise, a quest. But before she could finish, Belka said, Laker has a chain around her neck. Belka was always the first to notice things and the last to let you finish your sentences. Does that mean, she said, that you found a home? The only dogs in the city that had chains or collars around their necks were dogs who were cared for by humans. It's a picture of a man with a beard, stroking a dog, said Belka. That must be my sailor, said Laika. He lives in a place where dogs will always be safe and warm, and he will be their human. Tell them about our quest, Krasavka. We are on a quest, said Krasavka, for breakfast. Real cold, the kinds of cold they have in freezing cold sissy, does make you hungry. So as soon as Krasavka said breakfast, the whole company of small dogs forgot everything, except the possibility of breakfast. The company of small dogs has two main food sources. One is the food that humans throw away in bins or round the back of shops and cafes. The other is the food they beg from humans. I can do that, said Krasavka. I know all about humans. I used to live with them. It, it's more complicated than it sounds, said Laika. We've all studied humans carefully. The bigger your eyes are, the more they like you. That's me, said Krasavka, whose eyes really were very large. The best thing is if you can do tricks. Humans love tricks. They always reward a trick. Tricks, said Krasavka. Like this, said Muchka, getting up and walking round on her back legs like a human. Muchka was famous all over Freezing Coal City as the dog who could walk on her hind legs. When she did her trick, humans handed over their lunch. Simple. Krasavka said she knew an excellent trick and couldn't wait to show it off to the others. So they took her to the tram station, where there are always plenty of humans there, often eating while they waited for their tram. When they arrived, they spotted a family sitting on a bench at a distant tram stop, laughing and joking and eating hot pies from the hot pie stall. The company of small dogs watched from the other side of the road as Krasavka strolled over to the family. They waited to see what special trick she would do. First, she nuzzled up to the smallest child in the family. Then, suddenly, she gobbled the child's pie. Whole. The child howled and pointed at Krasavka. The company of small dogs watched in horror. 
During the confusion, Krasavka pounced on the next child's pie and swallowed that whole too. What is she doing? gasped Laker. She is destroying the company of small dogs' reputation for good manners and entertainment value, said Zib. The father and mother leapt to their feet. The mother poked Krasavka with her umbrella. The father kicked her with his big boot. Small dogs stick together, said Laker. We've got to go and save her. Just then, the eldest child, a boy, picked up Krasavka by the back legs, whirled her around and flung her across the road. She landed with a thud at Laker's feet. Are you okay? asked Laika. Humans are such fun, whimpered Krasavka. Did you see that boy dancing with me? No, but I do see an entire family running towards us, waving their umbrellas angrily, said Laika. Run! Ah! whooped Krasavka. Hide and seek, I love it. The dogs tore off down alleys and side streets with the family in hot pursuit. They jumped onto a passing tram, rode it for three stops until the conductor threw them off. Soon, the pileless family were out of sight. They were probably too hungry to keep running. Your new friend, said Zib to Laika, is a problem. Laika was just about to answer when Krasavka gave a yelp of joy. Look, she said, pointing urgently with her nose. There, high above their heads, was a big, bright, yellow star. We found our home! The Great Rocket Robbery by Frank Cottrell Boyce Illustrated by Stephen Lenton A Telltale Pod Production